Before it was really funkiest on the network, but I think we kind of the last one standing to it. I listen to a lot of shit too. I feel like we got at least the funkiest. You niggas is richer, bigger, you know, bigger platforms, a lot of other shit. Y'all but don't pick, y'all don't pick better music selection. That's like because y'all monetizing. But whatever, whatever. We out here right now. Until then, <laughs> look, hey, y'all, y'all go do some shit changing. You can cut this motherfucker on and it just start, or it's some. Do 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 do. Welcome to the pod. Y'all don't know. Y'all don't know some shit is adjusted in this motherfucker that day. <laughs> we are getting monetized. Yeah, we're like, oh, these niggas is different. You fucking right. <laughs> that'll be the that'll be the day. Right. <laughs> now, wait a minute. Oh, my wages got garnished. Cut cut all this shit off. Yep, that'll be the day when you get to hear some motherfucking uh. Elevator music. Yep, welcome in. Hi. Yeah, Welcome to another episode of Justin Dope Pass Podcast. That's the day we all niggas know these niggas is moving uh, unusual. <laughs> like, yeah, you got it. Like, right. Trying to save them pockets, baby. But I don't know why in my head with that when that played and yeah, you said like they do it for the Lord. I'm like a seven, a somehow like some seventies Jesus popped in my head and in my mind. I don't know how to make that whether it be a show or film or just a skit, but 70s Jesus just in my mind is funny, like doing miracles, but like in the 70s. Like, well, no, because was this, disco was the 70s, not the 60s? Yeah, disco was the 70s. Disco was the 70s. What was in the 60s? Rock and roll was kind of the 60s and 50s. Yeah, 60s was like... The uh, golden oldies was like 40s and 50s, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think 60s was like when we were in the like... The funk era, like we're coming out of that, like the fifties, you know, um, temptations and them and shit, and like sixties. Sixties is where I think we got like, sixties where we got like mad, like like a lot of good shit, like a lot of like our. That's um, oh, fuck, Curtis Mayfield and all them. That's the yeah, 60s. like that's when niggas was hitting, like that's when they was getting drugs good. Like we not in, we not on heroin no more. Niggas are doing psychedelics and shit, <laughs> and you getting real funky. Like he's getting. Getting, it's getting wild out there. Like cocaine, baby. Yeah. The 60s gave a lot of good shit. Party drugs. What you doing? James really brought us through all that shit, too. He did. James was around for all that shit. Long, with the hardest working man in show business. Yeah, for sure. For a definite sure. But yeah, I can see. Yeah, 60s were niggas got like the figure skater outfits and shit, and they was getting real expressive. 70s and- Jesus got on bell bottoms and a vest with no shirt under. Yeah, because I feel like if he's like a part of the era, like what if Jesus comes back and just like sneaks in airs just to be like, ah, is this time for me to really show up and show out? Nah, I think that would be a good film, like where Jesus just like consistently like he comes back regularly. He just doesn't announce it because this is not the era he really, really want to like pop off the apocalypse. It's like, ah, like nah, I kind of like this. I'm just going to chill and kick it a little bit. I mean, what y'all doing up in here? 
Like, what if he changes mind? Like, it's like, because every, you know, our grandparents, your, your grandparents, your great grandparents, every year is the year he coming back. What if he just changed? I'm, I'm dead ass on that. It was a nigga one time trying to, like, we said something like this before, and he was trying to, like, go back and forth in the comments, and he was, like, a real theologian. I'm like, look, man, this is, you're not going to argue the book with me. I'm making this shit the fuck up. So, like, you can, you can keep your fucking interpretation in my mind. It's like, what if? They changed their mind up there, and they didn't just—they didn't tell nobody down. What's or, or it's a motherfucker down here that wrote the edited version of the Bible. Y'all wouldn't believe it. They don't got no big publicists. That was like they were taken down by by big, by big Bible, big Christian. You know, like you know what I'm saying? Like they just like motherfuckers can be up here telling Christian shootable companies. Yeah, yeah, Christian shootable companies, man. Like, and they took down the nigga who got the real story where Jesus came back 45 years ago and was like, ah. We changed our minds. Two things. One, what if he never left? He just changes form or whatever the case is. So he's not super noticeable. He just fits into the time. And if somebody recognizes him, great. But most likely they won't. It already be somebody that's deemed crazy. But like he's constantly here or it. He, it, they, whatever he wants to identify as these days, because he has the option to do so. Lord, you know, he just was Vandal Savage. <laughs> yeah, he just <laughs> he gets to change his imagery, or and or is like uh, was the episode of Rick and Morty where they had to sing the Get Swifty song? It's like you need to come up with a song to make sure that Get we don't destroy Swifty. your. Earth. So what if like Jesus is here and he's just watching? Like I'm just gonna sit here and watch for the next two years to see if something happens that lets me know if I should save all of them or let all of this shit just go to waste. I can see that. I can see if you like, you know, if we really like stretch the whoa the powers out. That's another thing. They don't really like like expound on the power. Like when y'all have like the Christiany movies, like it's always like like little shit, like these little like was it a miracle or was it not? As opposed to him being like, I can see. The fucking multiverse. You think Marvel's fucking around, nigga? <laughs> Listen to me and Pops. Wild shit. Multiversal shit. I didn't reshape this shit so many fucking times. Y'all would know, because, like, if somebody went back, like, if if he reshapes reality, like, how would you know? You're in it. It's so much shit that y'all just don't be letting, like, get the movies off, yo. I was watching, uh, I watched, like, Legion the other day, and mm-hmm. I was like, this was, like, not as bad a concept it just didn't do. I don't think it did like great at the it box didn't do, office. Yeah, it didn't do great. But I thought Legion was a TV show. It was an FX TV show, wasn't it? Legion is Legion. The TV show is about like that's the one with like um Professor, Professor X's Professor, kid. Yeah, Professor X's kid. The one I'm talking about is the one where like it's how did it go? I think it was Michael comes down. Uh, oh, yeah, it's actually uh, Vision though. It's Paul Bettany. He comes down and like Michael like and he shuns him. He, he drops his wings as an angel. And you're fighting because angels in the movie, angels want to get the apocalypse started. They're just over our shit. Yeah. And it's like they got till this time. And like this baby is like a second coming sort of thing for God to like change God's mind. And God's like over it. Everybody's over it with us in heaven. And they're just like, man, wipe this shit the fuck out. And it's just him at this diner protecting this like baby that's supposed to be the savior of all fucking humanity. It's a few movies like that. Yeah. Fucking uh, the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger. I don't remember that name, but like, oh yeah, 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 Satan yeah. came back and he had to do all this other stuff and keep him from impregnating the woman. Like, dad, that one, 
was it Dogma or whatever the movie was? With, uh, Wait, I remember that movie with Arnold. I just remember that because that was one of those films. My dad was like, you got to be tough now. <laughs> I was like, oh, this shit's scary. He was like, fuck. I fucked around and got scared of the trailer. And he was like, not on my watch, motherfucker. <laughs> We're going to go see this shit. That's not fuck. We fucked the whole movie. He's like, that's not real. That's CG fucking I. We not finna sit here. And that was low-key one of my favorite movies for the fact that he was like, nah, bro, this is pussy shit. It's a core, Arnold, it's a core memory for you. Yeah, it's like Arnold jumping up and stabbing shit. I'm up there. He's like, it's cords. He's like, there's wires on that shit. We not finna be scared of no fucking movies. Fuck this guy. And he was dead serious about like all your innocence in an hour and 30 minutes. Oh yeah, no, like Halloween, Halloween were I'm like, I'm not Captain fucking scary spot, but he definitely was like. We're scared of shit. Haunted house right now. And the only thing that makes that not like a, because before anybody goes, like, that's traumatizing. He was actively himself in the haunted house. So it's like, Roar! he's like, bitch. And it's like, well, he's like, I'll beat you the fuck up. He's like, that's not real. This is a fucking idiot in a mask. Touch something on. I touch something on here. I beat. The, and it was dead ass. Like we went to like 300 houses, like over the course of a couple years. And like by number three, I was like, please, I'm scared. I don't want you to get hurt. All right. Boo. Ah, <laughs> uh, he's we got it. I promise you, nobody. Like, I get it. He's not real, but also I'm scared. So you do your job, everybody. We got it. We got it. Just please don't fucking hurt this fucking teenager. Probably just trying to get a fucking seasonal job. <laughs> he's just trying to save up to get a bucket. <laughs> just want to buy Christmas gifts. He just wants some shoes, oh, some simple. But could. Could that I can see the pros and cons of it, but it made me think like, is that a for some people a coping skill of like intellectualization, rationalizing, like I'm going to to keep myself from reacting to it emotionally, I'm gonna make sure that I acknowledge the legitimacy of how real it is. Yeah. And that over time, because you tell yourself this, this and that, it helps you to like not react to it anymore. I think that's for sure what that is. I think that's even like, you know, in moments where um, I think we do that with kids. Like if you're mm -hmm. at said event or, you know, something regular where a kid gets scared and it's like pull mask off. This is a person. Or like, you know, if you're being, you know, you playing with kids during some type of holiday shit and kids might get scared or whatever the fuck it is because they're kids and they don't know what the fuck this is. And you start, hey, it's me. Like logistically, this is not a real thing. This is a rubber mask. Touch mm -hmm. it. Like none of this shit makes sense. Like it's not a real thing. As to kind of promote that idea that, oh, no, no, let's put some rationality to this shit, which, you know, leads to when motherfuckers have, like, you know, these out-of-body experiences, like, whatever, like, I got no rationality to it. I'm a really rational motherfucker, and this shit don't make sense. I now believe, or I'm now into whatever, or I'm pushing back on it, or, you know, it works pros and cons, because then mm -hmm. you got everybody who, like, needs a very rational explanation of everything, otherwise it doesn't exist, and that's how you get, you know, atheists or whatever. I don't know. Mm -hmm. So what, what approach would you take with your chillings? I think I would probably a version of that. Like I, as we get older and as you're able to conceptualize, like I'm not going to have you like a newborn. Look at this goddamn motherfucking uh, <laughs> chainsaw massacre motherfucker. That's not real. This shit ain't even got no blades on it. But like as you go kind of like I want you to not. I don't really necessarily believe in the old adage of like, you know, Beat, don't have fear that's not true like mm -hmm. fear is necessary fear is healthy fear is the little you know beeper system guy put in put in you to let you know oh you out here fucking with some shit you ain't got no business but you know not to allow that to control 
your motherfucking like actions. You don't got to be Will Smith and jump out of a plane. That seems like to be some 50-year-old, I'm a bajillionaire shit. But, you know, as we kind of progress, like, hey, man, you might not like, you know, uh, shit, haunted houses. Just keep it the same shit. But you should go. You should understand this is not this is not a fucking real person. I mean, this is a real person. None of this shit is whatever. So you're not just, like, just moved by fear. I also have really unnecessary thoughts in my brain. Like, as we're sitting up here watching Zom 100, I every now and again, not a lot. But I got like 5% of a thought. Like, in case the bullshit happens, <laughs> you want to survive? Like, if a zombie apocalypse started, I can't, I got to be able to knock these niggas' heads off so I can save my mom. If I'm like, it's a fucking zombie, now nah, I'm ate up and dead. Them niggas always die in them shits. I don't like spiders. But, bitch, I better be out here like Frodo or Sam. No, Frodo, because Frodo pussied up. He fucking got stabbed. But Sam... Sam was a fucking G, yo. Sam came up there with the little light sword, stabbing shit. If you too pussy, you're not gonna be like Sam. You're gonna die. You be like evolution. And then when they discovered the insect aliens on Earth. Oh yeah, take this leg too, boy. I stand on that. <laughs> take this motherfucker. Fuck anesthesia. Get an axe over dick and his aliens invading. <laughs> Chop this motherfucker off. I'm not gonna be out here fighting aliens dickless. Fuck no. Cut this motherfucker off today. Traumatized can't have no sex ever again. Yeah, fuck that. I'm not gonna fight aliens and fight horniness with no apparatus. Well, I mean, I, you could get your strap on. I'm I'm trying to nut. I didn't do nut. I didn't nut. I didn't stop nutting in November, and I'm not finna stop nutting when the fucking aliens get here. <laughs> I didn't already seen some of the cool little. Uh, you see some of the cool people that make the little artsy amp, like they little. Uh, what's the called? Um, the artificial. Oh, no, artificial appendages. Yeah, yo, and they be like, I saw one. I saw, it was some dude. I think it was the dude that made it. I might be wrong, but I saw like men wearing it and women, and they like made little Iron Man shits. The way I would be the first motherfucker if I this motherfucker come off tomorrow, best believe I want some shit that it don't yeah, and it, it don't have no reason to do that. I could be up here with a fuck looking like fucking uh be like Robocop. You press a button and the gun oh, yeah, pop I, out your hip. Best believe I would get something like that. It would at least look cool. I don't know if the technology allowed me to just get busy with it, but I would get one of those. I'm gonna make this shit look cool. So, yeah. You just, you know, in the world of elites, you got to have a lot of money to get the cool shit. That's true. So They got people walking around on metal toothpicks because the they insurance don't cover some real, real flash shit. That's whack. I mean, that's, but it's in the state of like a zombie apocalypse, that shit doesn't matter anymore. So would you just give it away? Like if aliens are here or zombies are taking over, whatever the case is, like, the normal structure of how things have functioned up to this point, does it still matter or does it not matter anymore? It's just like, just do whatever the fuck is necessary. You, you, the quick, the people who are quicker to get to what is necessary to like survive. I feel like, you know, you maybe don't, you try your best not to jump off the deep end immediately. Like if you're, you know, it's year, not even year. If it's like, you know, three weeks in and the apocalypse and the zombie apocalypse is starting it would, even though we saw how we all acted over toilet paper, so it's, it's fucking, it's over with. But in the perfect world, you don't jump to fucking year seven actions in the first couple of weeks. You try to keep it, you know, get a group, you know, maybe y'all have some organization, but, you know, then usually that falls apart and then you got to just kill everything moving. 
Like you gotta kill Cause then you're not just Fighting zombies The worst motherfuckers is You know we all watch Fucking uh, Last of Us Like you fighting Marauders And motherfuckers Wanna come and take your shit Like then it gets Real fucked up Like those really Who you fucking worried about Zombies are stupid Unless you got them World War Z motherfuckers in. Yeah but I said We don't know which zombies We getting I mean yeah. technically We could Zombies would be the same As the drug addicts We see in Impoverished neighborhoods I mean then y'all messed up Cause y'all can't outrun nobody Can't outfight nobody Not at all I mean, in street culture, we call them zombies anyway. So who's to say, like, the the meth head or the people that's, uh, I don't know what the name of the drug is, but fucking San Francisco's hit super hard with it. And them motherfuckers just be lean. But, you know, that's how it would that, that's how it would be, though. Like, the people that you overlook would be the motherfuckers that if you had paid them any mind, you could probably get a handle on it. Because that's how it'd be. Like, what was that fucking film? Um, that's how it was in Blade. Like, the second Blade, he was just biting motherfuckers just... Motherfuckers in, on the streets And then they turned into His like underground pack mm-hmm. And it's like People not paying attention That hey man like That person's not behaving Like a human Maybe like oh, Get away from me And then like That motherfucker uh, Down there boogalooing Turning into a fucking whatever <laughs> And you didn't pay no mind And now this nigga Didn't bit up He didn't bite you Cause you was like Fuck you Motherfucker that day But like He didn't bit 50 motherfuckers In your neighborhood And you know Or like the I can't think of a movie But it's some other movies Where they have people That have been Kidnapped or trafficked mm-hmm. Or homeless people That nobody really Pays attention to They don't Nobody checks on them And sees if they Are okay Or if they exist anymore Those are the people That were getting attacked first Cause yeah. nobody's gonna Miss them So to speak that makes Nobody's sense. gonna check for them And then you just It spreads from there Because we don't Pay enough attention To each other Or caring about Taking care of one another To the point to where we're and that's right. the crazy thing when I think about it, like, at least from here, from the L.A. perspective, like, y'all would be fucked. Because, like, this, the population extra heavy in the middle of the city, and y'all in them overpriced apartments, get y'all ass chewed the fuck up. They the first ones to go. Instantly. They've been already paid pay for all that luxury to have some art loft somewhere on the outskirts of oh, Skid Row. Do some terrible Resident Evil, Resident Evil shit, and you pop that shit off like mid game. Like wait for the playoffs, and then you pop your fucking zombie thing off. Nuts, it's over with. Like this shit right here, getting just, chewed up. You're just walking in the room, and it's just a wrap. Twitching. Oddly enough, I watched the uh, the live action version of this movie. Mm-hmm. I think it was on Netflix that I watched it on. I was like, when this came on, I was like, hold up. I saw the movie because it's like they're in alignment. Yeah. So I was like, oh, the movie is actually pretty damn dead on the anime. I'm assuming the anime came first before the movie. What the fuck? That makes sense. I mean, yeah. I I, I don't know. I'd but yeah, it'll be like, say, in this scenario. Oh, these right? niggas is running. Yeah, yeah. all would be a rap. Right. It's over with. We don't do no cardio. It's all uh, left. yeah. Top speed running too. Yeah, it's over. <laughs> yeah, it's rap. Done for. I muscle the shit out of something, but and I thought about that with the Resident Evil shit because them motherfuckers be turning in. It's over, over. That game really doesn't even oh, make yeah. any sense. Dogs and all that turning and into. And it was the it was this last one that I saw, or I was watching some video about it, and it had the dude that master joint. Yeah, and it had the dude that was, um, it was like the bald, uh, super big, um, he's like a priest, and mm-hmm. he had like the big beard or whatever. When he take his jacket off, it's like a centip- centipede fucking extra, I'm like, bro, 
the like the most deadest dead thing on the fucking planet the motherfucker would be like there's absolutely no way to beat this nigga Mm-mm. in real fucking it's over with you're gonna be in a state of shock just seeing it to the point to where you won't know how to react or respond but see the movies the shit like that wouldn't last to me because them niggas be up there fucking uh Investigate, boy. I'm finna burn this whole shit to the ground. As soon as I see, oh, it's ten motherfucking zombies up here. Yeah, it's burning. Yeah, boy. Like, I be in. I, I like. I know how you know the writers be making cool shit where it makes sense that they go in and do some heroic shit. But ain't gonna blow this motherfucker up. Shit, it don't fact. Hopefully, I can save somebody. Yeah, most importantly, myself. Yeah, you know. I mean, it's it, oddly it's, it's situations like that, like aliens coming back or zombies or stuff like that, that reminds me one of just like how trivial a lot of the shit that we argue about is, but also we're not prepared to deal with anything outside of our understanding. Hell no. Like we we fall apart just talking about two adults splitting an expense. <laughs> Man, I, okay. <sighs> You finished with the point? Go ahead. Okay. Like I, had, I, had, I had this conversation in, in, in the ballpark like yesterday, literally yesterday. And it was more or less like when I think about, because um, I was watching, so I, it was a series of events. I had watched, I was, you know, bouncing through YouTube looking for some shit to like spark some thought. Mm-hmm. And then I had this conversation later on in the day. But in the previous video, it was just discussing like it was a whole bunch of things about like stats and relationships and current events topics and blah 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 and in that particular video it was like discussing like the statistics in real time like in real life like how we are not like we are actually like way up there on um fatherhood and like how Mm -hmm. when it comes to um like dating and stuff or like marriage we're still very high on like interacting with one another and so the conversation was around like how much these conversations aren't like they're they're not really real is a, is the way I think about them. Like mm-hmm. they real, they exist. Fucked up shit happens, but like in mass, in like in the numbers, in big, nobody's fucking acting like this. Like it doesn't exist in real life. The same thing with that fucking nuclear family shit, or you niggas talking about like money and bill. Like this shit is not real, and it's just weird that these like these motherfuckers are the loudest group therefore they like dominate the fucking like i don't know man it's not airwaves but the fuck like internet and shit because i saw some shit the other day and it was um it was one of the relationship shits i'm you know going through my feed doing this fucking uh doom scrolling i think is what they call it now and i'm just doom scrolling my fucking life away Hmm. and it pops up the uh the passport bro shits and i'm like these are such a specific weird type of nigga like, I don't know any of these niggas. And that was part of, like, the conversation of, like, those niggas are very, like, prevalent. And I was like, and I'm not, like, I'm not trying to minimize your experience, but I don't know these niggas in real life. And it's just weird that they have such a fucking, that they have, like, a a presence. Because who the fuck are y'all? Like, I went to fucking China and, uh, you know, found love of my life. That's because you're lame, nigga. Like, and I'm not saying you can't go anywhere and find love, but, like, going for that purpose, you're lame off top. And y'all niggas are not real people. I mean, not real people, but you know. What I, mean. I mean, they're you know they're not. Yeah, they're just not aware. Like, yeah, it just was weird that like how much of a fucking dominance that has, and I'm like, I've never really met one of these people before. 
But it's weird how loud they be on the internet. So, you know, they have a fucking dominant well, presence. I mean, kind of like like what we're sharing. Someone's perspective is fact to them. So if you're moving in a certain way, whether you're moving corny, whether you're moving, you know, lacking confidence and not believing in yourself, not understanding your worth or you're manipulative or you're a narcissist, whatever it is, whatever your reality is, it's going to shape your shit. So. If that is you and you're like the best way for me to get X, Y, and Z is to go out the country because I keep having this experience here. Yeah. It's real to you, but it's also real to you because that's partly who you are and you won't accept that shit. But I, I was thinking that in other circumstances of like people not being able to handle something outside of their norm. Like this helped remind me of that. Like I've had the thought a number of times where like, you know, he spent three years in a, in a shit job. Mm-hmm. Three years not challenging his superiors. Three years not standing up for himself. Three years sacrificing his happiness and joy and all that other stuff for the sake of a job that wasn't doing anything for him. And it took a zombie apocalypse for him to realize, like, oh, shit, I'm free. I can live my life how I want to live my life. Why does it always take something drastic for people to really understand what life really is? Like, it's not until the aliens or something like this happens that people start to realize, oh, shit, life really has never really been about all this shit that I said that I valued. All that shit mean absolutely nothing. Why does it take something that drastic to have you understand that perspective? Why are you not ready for real life until real life meets a, a drastic extreme? I think some of that falls under the, you don't know what you don't know. Like, <clears throat> I think there's a good amount of motherfuckers, and obviously, I'm not I'm not opposed to kicking motherfuckers in the nuts for doing like dumb shit. Mm. But there is a good a good number or a good explanation of a lot of shit where it's like, in certain situations, motherfuckers just have no other option of thought and it's not introduced to them until a fucking rock bottom type shit happens obviously maybe not like a fucking uh, apocalypse or whatever but it'd be like a big fucking issue or situation that happens and it's like oh this fucking thing taught me about A, B, and C like mm-hmm. um, like I don't condone said behavior but you know like now there's like a, a big thing online about the fucking motherfuckers walking in and just be like flash mobs and niggas stealing shit. Yeah. And I was having a conversation about that <clears throat> and it was um cuz a friend of mine like uh suited my boy Joe. Like he um he's not in California so he stays like, you know, he's on base, I think on the East Coast. Mm. So it's a little bit of a you know, a isolated, you know, situation out there. So you're like kind of, you know, you learn a lot about what where us mere plebeians are out here doing like, you know, via the internet. So part of it was like, you know, obviously that thing of like the internet is like really boosting this shit. Cause I even saw a random news thing yesterday, sit with my granny and it was just talking about how statistically speaking, like how this looks is not how it represents like safety and violence and fucking whatever in LA or LA County. So not to say like, you know, don't be, you know, be safe or whatever out there, but the idea of why are they doing this? And I understood the perspective of niggas because it's always the same conversation around, like, especially some of these motherfuckers be like young kids, like tearing up their neighborhoods. And it's like, if you're asking somebody who is anywhere from fucking, I don't know, 12 to shit, 
you could be uh, for your, live your whole life that way. If you never leave this area, you never leave this block, you never leave this arena, you don't have the motherfuckers in your life who are supportive of you that, you know, love and care about you are also motherfuckers who've never left this spot. All the, you know, I'm, it's racism's fault and like supremacy, but like, you know, we're going to get around to there. Like <laughs> you just got all these barriers and shit. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't get your motherfucking balls kicked in for being a fucking thief and running in here and messing up shit. But also you're not like an evil motherfucker. You're a dummy, but also you being a dummy is in certain, in certain conditions, not your fault. Like some of these motherfuckers is like, you grew up here did this and have never known anything other than this. So it may take, unfortunately, which is why the way that y'all use fucking like, um, you know, it's supposed to be corrections and rehabilitation. Like y'all just don't be rehabilitating shit because the way the system's supposed to work is, oh shit, you fucked up being a knucklehead. Now we put you through here to teach you a thing or two and you come out better. So, or, you know, you just go through a process or whatever the fuck, but that didn't really how it worked. But I forgot where I was headed with that. But, um, oh, yeah, you just don't know what you don't know. So, like, some of these motherfuckers enacting and behaviors and shit that they're doing, it's like, yeah, you fucking up. But also, there's a good amount of, like, you motherfuckers don't know no better. So, you kind of got to work in and around that, especially those who might know a thing or two. Well, I mean, a part of, at least this is coming to mind now in the conversation, is, like, part of the beauty of life is blissful ignorance. You got to be ignorant at some point in some capacity because you're going to have to learn something. So like you're supposed to be in a state of unknowing Mm -hmm. and your process is going to put you in a state of knowing. And that's how you can come into understanding and then mastery and then teaching it to someone else and passing it down and creating a cycle and starting new and this, that, and the other, blah, blah, blah. And you'll juggle multiple variations of that at the same time. Right. So Life is, yeah, you're supposed to not know what you don't know, but the process of being here means that you're going to learn what knowing is. But you get to choose what variation of knowing that you know. Mm -hmm. Like, kind of like what we talked about off air, like there's multiple variations to everything, right? There's no one version of anything on this earth. So knowing, there's no one version of knowing either. Mm -hmm. So you're always in a state of unknowing or not knowing and you're always in a state of knowing. But we're the sitting here thinking that what we do know is not important, and what we don't know is the thing that we have to search for, but not in a positive way. Like, I don't know what a million dollars feels like. I don't know what it feels like to count a million dollars, but I'm chasing a bag. Like, that's you chasing knowing. I want to understand and know what it feels like to have this, but is that really true understanding or true knowing? No. That's feeding an ego part of yourself. Well, yeah, because then that starts to get like to this little like uh, word to mental health bag. Because like you know you, you know you get into the whys of why you would chase a million dollars. Like, do you just want to touch a million dollars, or are you searching for you know stability and happiness? And what does that really look like? And if you re- <clears throat> readjust what that looks like, you know you might not need a million dollars. Not to say don't chase whatever dreams you want to chase, but it's a difference between chasing this specific dollar amount as opposed to chasing a career path or something that I can do that allows me to be in a comfortable, happy space. But, you know, that's more about motherfuckers kind of getting aligned with what they're really searching for and what you, you know, that's how, that's why, that's what, you know, that's another thing, like, why I hate motherfuckers, like, um, I don't know, man, saying shit or, or 
taking phrases to make it sound funny or whatever sometimes and it'd be like really dumb because it'd be like everybody know like when they say like money doesn't uh cause happiness m- money doesn't make it make you happy or whatever motherfuckers be like it'd be happy if i didn't have these bills and that's mm-hmm. like well yeah bitch like obviously but we know what the fuck that statement means it's right. just like if somebody said hey look man we'll give you fucking five million dollars a day to go in here and punch babies you wouldn't feel good <laughs> like so it's like you know shit you know what the fuck they talk about but you some people it's easier for them not to Cause like, <clears throat> if, like if I acknowledge the actual truth of what this thing is saying, like money doesn't buy happiness. I know money can give me the ability within this system to get my basic needs met. And I need to have my basic needs met just to make sure that my brain is healthy. My mind is functioning and I can live somewhat a happy, peaceful life, right? My food, my shelter, clothing, the ability to connect to other people the ability to express emotion like uh, money gives me the ability to do that on a small scale i'm cool from here on out with no money i lose the ability to do that which is going to put me in a state of madness at some point the longer that i go without it but if i acknowledge that that's what that's really saying like i my basic needs being met but also outside of that the rest is up to me that means i have to i have to fight with the conflicting idea that me getting this boat at some point, is really what's going to make me happy. I know the boat ain't really going to make me happy. I am for sure 100% certain the boat's not going to make me happy, but if I tell myself that truth, then that's going to completely throw off everything that I'm working towards. It's going to fuck up my complete identity. Yeah. Like, it, it creates too much internal conflict for people to be able to understand. If I address this truth, then I <laughs> I won't be able to know what I'm telling myself I don't know. I can't handle that. I can't handle knowing that. I mean, you know. I'm like just... say, well, not to cut you off. It's kind of like uh, this example, right? He's in the middle of a zombie apocalypse. And not that it's a bad thing that he's telling himself, yeah, I don't have to go to this shitty job anymore. I can live my life the way I want. I'm free. I can do anything that I want. And I'm going to, like, go through this bucket list of things that I've always wanted to do that I couldn't do because I was at this shitty job that I chose to stay at. But That's another part of the conversation. But I'm blissfully ignorant to the fact that there's zombies and shit all outside. Like, life isn't going to be the way that I would like it to be previously understood. Mm-hmm. He's freaking out right now because I'm all out of beer. <laughs> I'm all out of beer and I got to go outside in the middle of this zombie apocalypse, but I'm going to happily do it because I want to go get beer so that I can continue to live my life and chill and do my own thing. I'm ignoring the fact that like, oh, there's shit that can kill me. There's stuff that I need to be worried about in this regard. But yes, I do have the ability to live my life the way I want to, but there's limitations to that. I can't sit around and watch TV all day because everybody that runs a TV station is fucking dead. <laughs> like. Not even reruns, because somebody has to press the button for you to be able to watch Damn, the internet's off. That's crazy. I mean, that makes sense, though. Has it shed its end? Oh, did it pop off? Technical difficulties with the mic stand. Hey, you know, it's another, like, just gleaming example that the whole money shit don't always whatever. Diddy got a lot more money to be, and I just would, I just that's he's having a he's having a bad day. 
I mean, he said more money, more problems. Now I'm assuming, and and they fucking probleming in this motherfucker. The problems that he chose to have are, you know, I think the issue with a lot of people is like more money, more problems, right? But it's the problems that you end up having are that you gave yourself access to more shit that you don't need. So because you have more access to shit that you don't need, you end up making life way more complicated than it needs to be. Yeah, you know that usual adage of like, you know. Money don't fuck you up. Money just turn you into who the fuck you's gonna be, regardless. Because yeah. makes you more of who you already are. Because it's a, I mean, it's a lot of motherfuckers getting fucking. Because uh, I know that that um, I know in that particular Ayo. part. Yeah, I know in that particular part, there's like that whole thing of New York and the whole. You had to like whatever that statue was called. You had to like get them in right now. If you ever thought about it and didn't come forth, you can. So I realized oh, that's why like statue of limitations. Yeah, so I realized that's why motherfuckers were getting shot left and right with that. But um, I don't know, man. Some of those, obviously, I'm not saying like everybody was ever, but that Diddy shit, boy. Like, I mean, you see, at least I saw this week. It ain't just Diddy. I saw shout out to Eric. Eric sent me some shit of how like they're talking about him and Aaron Hall. And and you know, I mean, I can't speak to. I don't know. I, I don't. I, I don't know about the Aaron Hall thing. Like I saw it, but I don't know enough about it to be like you know he did that shit. I know that you know he seemed like he in. I don't know when this happened, but you know he seemed like he was wild, nigga. You know, like he had he had more access to it because of who he was. But I don't know what his allegations are, except if it's just like assaults. Like yeah, he, I think his was just sexual assaults and him just being a filthy motherfucker. Yeah, and so getting away with some shit and. Just being aggressive when it comes to sexual things. Yeah, I think, I don't know, I think with this being like there's just so many fired out, I feel like this might be, this is definitely, I feel like one of those moments where it'll, I don't know, word to justice, but I feel like it'll definitely convolute the space because I do think that some of those, like the Jamie Foxx one seemed like it might be somebody being an opportunist. Mm -hmm. And it's really dangerous, I think, when that happens, that that might happen because there's motherfuckers who would use that the Jamie Foxx person may be an opportunist as some way to, like, disregard the non-niggas. Some of these other niggas is, like, really fucking villains. And then on the flip side, because, you know, Diddy might be villain nigga number one, that that automatically puts everybody in the same ballpark, which is fucking nuts. Well, I'm sure a lot of them shot themselves in the foot just because... They put themselves in the in the space to be able to be in equal access of people they can manipulate and those that could profit off of being manipulated by them, so to speak. That makes sense. Um, How would you avoid that being in their position though? <laughs> shit, that at that at a at a certain level, shit, that's everybody you interact with. Well, I won't say a hundred percent. I won't say a hundred percent. Like, there's rich people out there. Say, kind of like what. Uh, we looked at Slim, Slim Thug mm. this week as well. Oh, they got mad. They was fucking mad. Because <laughs> Slim, but what he's doing works for him, and it works for a lot of people if they do stuff the quote unquote the right way. Right? Yeah, like I'm, I'm gonna understand my business. I'm gonna make sure that I'm doing things, you know, the right way. I'm gonna make sure I'm doing things in a smart way, and it's gonna be beneficial for me. And I'm gonna also utilize that to improve my own shit. Just that, you know, blah blah blah. But because I'm utilizing discernment and I'm not motivated 100% by the material bullshit or the lifestyle, I'm able to still discern how to keep proper people around me. Mm. 
but you had that ability beforehand because that ability helped you get the money that you had in the first place. And I think it's the same thing when it comes to like the Aaron Halls and the Diddy's like you had the ability to know how to choose the right people to be around, but you got more money, more fame, more status. And you started becoming more motivated by that stuff as opposed to being motivated by just doing right or doing whatever the case was that you initially started off with. It's like the, uh, like say for, for us, we've both been in college and Greek organizations, like the, the corny niggas that cross. And because you cross, now you all of a sudden getting <laughs> all the ass and the bitches and the fa- Like you was corny before this. You just got something that gave you access to capitalizing offset cordiness in a positive way as opposed to a negative, And you ran with it because you lost sight of how to really be yourself. That was always such a crazy thing to watch. Like you've never... And this is not a shot at anything specific, anybody specific, because it's everybody. It's like all of a sudden this nigga cute, he tough now. All of a sudden this nigga's been lame the whole a, time. You a capper now, so now, now you, you a pretty nigga that wears you dress wear, clothes. Wear, why did you shake my hand like this? That happened though. Like it was, a, I don't even remember bro name. But we were just casually cool friends and like in in a class together, and joined up and it was like why you softly touch my hand you've never act like this i've known you now we nigga we almost a year in in this class like what the fuck is wrong with you it's i think that's the same concept of people with money so for some of them it's like it's not that you don't know how to avoid it is that you weren't really intending to avoid it in the first place because your whole purpose for being in that position was so that you could do the fuck shit that you already wanted to do when you was broke and that make you niggas nasty. Like, that make y'all just outrageously nasty niggas. Because it don't be like, you know, the money get to your head. It's like, nah, the money didn't get to this motherfucking head. This motherfucker yeah, been rich over here, too. That's, that's, that's been an excuse people use to flex. Like, money can change people. Like, money can change people when you use, a, for lack of a better terminology, when you use a weak motherfucker, the money will change you. Because you was already looking for the money to change you in the first place. The money was a bigger motivator for you being yourself. Than you actually learning who you are and dictating the, the the version of you you want to be, right? Like the money's gonna make me me, as opposed to me being myself and being myself is the ability for me to make money. Yeah, I think that's also like a thing where like I mean I know not to say that some of them like well I guess in that space like billionaires and you know you always hear like the motherfuckers is like crazy wild motherfuckers mm. but i just think that there is something to be said about not always being the top motherfucker in the room because i just feel like that's also like a it's money but it's also like motherfuckers get drunk off power and like we laughed a lot at like if i'm just using the diddy example like we was all laughing at you know run across the fucking bridge to uh i don't know brooklyn and give me some cambodian titty milk like that was funny but also like yo nigga that's heinous as shit like entertainment and everything and all that other mm-hmm. shit taken aside but like the idea that that was like a real way a motherfucker live life is crazy as cat shit. Like, that, that, that's fucking insanity to have that type of thought over people's lives or whatever, or I mean, how to interact yeah, with motherfuckers. That's super manipulative, but that's, that's a, a sign or indication that you are not in touch with yourself. Having more access to a thing amplified the bullshit that was already present in you. I, I, I thought about that because some of the stuff not to condone uh, Diddy or R. Kelly or Aaron Hall or even <laughs> Jamie, because I didn't, as I've shared before, we all, if you in LA and you an adult and you in your 30s or 40s now or if older or your late 20s, you didn't heard about some Jamie Foxx parties and you know some girls that's been in there and them Jamie Foxx parties are trying to get in there. Like in us regular world, 
I know for sure. We, we got kink parties. We got play parties. We got parties where people go and can do dastardly things or do things that are outside of the conventional norm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I was like, what? I just had to make sure it was like none of equipment, but whatever. Um, but there's regular people that go to these spaces where they can participate in sexual deviancy with other people, mm. right? And these broke motherfuckers. That's like, in comparison to Diddy and them, they broke as fuck. Mm-hmm. They're just regular ass people, and they like to do these things. Who's to say that Diddy and people like that weren't the same types of people? That they just like to do things differently. They like sex toys and sexual deviancy and, and whatever type of play you can think of. But having more access to money and control because of money amplified that to a sick point to where it turned into manipulation for them. I mean, I guess that could, I think that could maybe be like a part of it, or that's something that could be explored but i still lean towards the fact of like shit because motherfuckers have the access to it and if you want to be in the space it ain't nothing for you to you know get your entry find your way you know find your community and if you want to consensual like it's a lot of crazy motherfuckers out there. you can consensually put your whole arm up a motherfucker ass you know in whatever kind of Mm-hmm. Fucking, you know, you can even there's a there's that crazy consensual non consent type that like there's mm-hmm. a whole lot of play out there. So I just feel like it kind of goes into that money turning into turning kind of turning you into a person. I don't know how much money makes me want to like I ain't even I'm take me out of it. I don't have no amount of money that's gonna make you make me want. That's a different type of thing to want to do something to somebody against their will to start making people like engage in shit that they don't want to fucking engage in. Mm-hmm. Especially when us regular motherfuckers down here on planet earth, I still very much so have the idea that the world is outside. Yeah. So you can go find somebody or find somebodies that are into your shit. If you are of that caliber of individual where at any given waking moment, they can just get up and go, I'm about to get up and go to work. Then when I get up and go, I go to like my house and that's not too far. But when motherfuckers can do that level, like the ease of that travel to different countries and shit, I just don't find there to be much excuse because you could find anybody anywhere. And low key, as famous as the motherfuckers be, it doesn't even have to be a money thing. Motherfuckers will fuck you off the strength of who you are. Like, yeah, you're one of the most uh, known motherfuckers in in music and 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 in 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 the industry and all this other shit, like it just it doesn't make any sense unless you just are of a fucking crazy, you know, type of individual. I'm gonna say allegedly. I don't know. I don't know these motherfuckers, but if well, we're you know, at least the thought that's kind of coming to mind now, randomly, um, it's like the battle between narcissism and borderline personality disorder. So, like, the narcissists could be said famous people that have access to the means and the money and the control and manipulation, and they're going to find ways to do all this dastardly shit to get it back in their direction. Mm -hmm. Whereas the borderline people, those are the people that struggle with the ability to understand boundaries in relationships. They think relationships are stronger than what they really are. They're trying to find a way to stay in it. They can be more codependent and things of that nature. So it's like the narcissists are going to find people that have an opposite personality disorder and I have the means and access to be able to control them. And I honestly, it's like having a little plaything to a degree. Like I have the means yeah. and opportunity to have this borderline person 
be my plaything. You can a narcissist can't fuck with another narcissist. Like you ain't see Diddy mm-hmm. with another Diddy. You ain't see R. Kelly with another hey, R. Man. Kelly. Now y'all get mad when motherfuckers talk about all that fucking uh relationship dynamics, applying pressure ass shit like this is what I be saying. Like this is where that shit can like fucking lead. Like I want a motherfucker who can just buy the whole fucking planet and I don't have to match that motherfucker in any way. Not to say that that just turns you into some fucking, you know, or uh, or like or fucking excuses abuse, but it does set the dynamic up that this motherfucker might you might be fucking with dog. But you now have to really wonder if dog is in like a weird Fucking, um, I want to have a control dynamic because that's what that shit be. I'll be romanticizing all these fucking songs. Them shit sound nuts. I'm going to play them because the fucking song slap. But that dynamic in real life is fucking crazy. It doesn't promote any type of health, healthy or positive fucking relationship dynamic. None of that shit. That set motherfuckers up for complete and fucking utter chaos. Yeah. And if somebody's in a certain mindset to where they're not aware of that or they don't perceive that properly, they end up making themselves a victim in some capacity. Using that word loosely because people get triggered when you use the word victim. But yeah, you know, I'm going to go to this motherfucking uh, such and such a party and this and that's like, hey, man, like, I don't give a fuck if somebody worth X, Y, Z amount of nobody just doing shit for free. Like, be aware. I mean, this, not taking this, away from the fact these niggas is fucking. No, but it, but it's you're you're going into the situation thinking the borderline. You're not understanding boundaries. You're thinking that you have the ability to posture yourself differently in this relationship. You're not one of their peers. Like, although Diddy was talking about, he want to take other millionaires out shopping but for the most part like they're not they don't do these things to their peers these things happen to people that they believe are at a lower stance than them that nigga 50 is losing i mean 50 shout out to 50 fucking non-stop he posted some picture (laughs) did he just dancing in a club with his pants at his ankles and just like (laughs) Man, I was living life. Yo, yeah, yeah, that nigga. 50 well, is, you know, I, I like that 50, 50 is an equal opportunity shot shooter. Like, oh, I, absolutely. But yeah, 50, yeah. 50 is known for being a bully. So let's, I use that example because, like, some people could say the persona of 50 Cent is a narcissist. He's a bully, he's a controller, this, that, and the other, blah, blah, blah. Y'all don't know what the fuck y'all talking about. They don't, but... Like, y'all just... I gotta hate that that would... That's a real thing, and y'all don't know what the fuck y'all talking they about. They don't. But Diddy can't manipulate another narcissist. But Diddy can manipulate... Uh, What's that girl name? Cassie. Cassie. Mm-hmm. Cassie's not a... Uh, she's not a narcissist. Oh, no, that she, was clearly somebody who was like, oh, yeah, I can... You put yourself... Not to blame her, but you put yourself in a position to get some sort of gain from it. I perceived that this relationship was more than what it actually was. Yes, he may say that I'm his girlfriend and the world may know me as his girlfriend. But in reality, the other narcissists that he work with, they know that I'm his plaything. They know that I'm a toy. They know that I'm this, I'm that. And I know that too, but I don't want to admit that. Going back to the discussion earlier of not acknowledging the reality of things because I want to stay in blissful ignorance. I'm sure Cassie knew, like, yeah, the label on the outside of being his girlfriend, but I'm not really at an equal standpoint with him. 
Oh, blissful, blissful ignorance sound good. Y'all just be finding real nice ways to justify like really bullshit. Cause I don't even be knowing how some, how some of y'all like are really like that ignorant. It's just like I would like it to look like this and be like this, so I can maneuver through it this way, as opposed to going like you know. This is crazy, some crazy shit that I participated in. But like I hear you though. But that's that's our favorite thing. That's avoiding accountability. If I act like it ain't what it is, I get to say that it's this other person's fault that it turned out this way because I didn't contribute. When really I did contribute. I was a willing participant. I just told myself a different version of the story. Cause I yeah, because I could even put that back on like even from not even trying to jump on said uh victims or people who receive it it's even motherfuckers who are getting and i know it's hard to uh to sometimes avoid as like a a person of in a position of power or like with a lot of money but that also would like i think speak to if we're making it like taking it out of just complete fucking the most heinous version of it and just down to just even engaging in romance it make that apply pressure shit really fucking dumb because from that dynamic, it makes it look like, you know, no, we should have some really clear understanding and active verbiage and communication on what is going on here. And the way the motherfuckers be making these really guesstimatey ass relationship shits, that shit kind of can't happen because it makes it dangerous for like the group. You don't understand. I don't understand. I'm thinking I'm applying pressure. I'm creepy as fuck. Motherfuckers don't know how to fucking adjust to understand emotions with one another you thinking this motherfucker is applying pressure and you not paying attention that this nigga is a, a fucking love bombing narcissist fucking weirdo, but you thinking you getting all and you walking head first first head first into head thirst. Yeah, into one of the most fucking traumatic events of your fucking life, baby, because you think this nigga is romantic. Right. It's easier for you to tell yourself a version of the story that makes you not have to accept the reality or the truth of what actually is. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying, you know, nigga, you know, y'all can go on dates and shit, but like, y'all just be saying goofball shit. I just, I would like everybody to kind of, you know, adult, whatever the fuck that looked like for you. Do, do people even know or understand what it means to be an actual adult? I don't know the fuck that is, especially us. An adult, uh, and also, no, because like adulting is, Shit, we see that shit with all these fucking uh any any page that shows you like a little joking generational thing about even job wise. What was an adult for my fucking grandfather was a different adult for my fa- what is a goddamn super different for me. And the generation after us, I don't know what the fuck they finna do. Good luck, niggas. Like you know we finna uh, shoot them out, figure it out. Cause you know an adult at fucking you know our grandparents' age was like. 16, uh, knew how to cut a whole tree down and build a house. Couldn't read that well, but could build some shit. <laughs> and then, like, you know, our parents, niggas started going to college, and that was hilarious. And it was like, look at y'all. And we had, like, you know, cool shit and, and Aaron Hall videos and symmetrical <laughs> haircuts and colorful clothes. And women were dominating the workforce, and it was amazing. And equality was becoming a thing. And now... uh I don't know, man. I don't know what the fuck everybody's doing now. So you got to answer your question. Everybody's doing any and everything. Everybody's trying to be and do everything outside of being who they are. Not to, you know, I am an advocate for a lot of communities. But when you have the ability to 
I identify as whatever just because I want to and I feel like that means you don't have to be accountable to what you, I'm like, no, I'm actually this. This is who I am. This is how I'm going to be this version of what I am. And I'm going to accept that and be accountable to that and figure out how to maneuver the way that I would like to. I'm going to create my identity based on the template that I have. And this is what it looks like going forward as opposed to, no, I just want to be this. I don't even want to be this anymore. I don't identify as this. I don't want to be this. I don't think about this. I I don't identify with the race or an ethnicity. I don't identify <laughs> with the gender. I am just, I am a, f- a spirit that is having a human experience. I always wonder, motherfuckers who don't be like identifying with like a race. What happens when like the races pull up? Do they just like, do they rock with that or do you just kind of like. Oh, how do, I, I don't identify as black, but a racist would be like, oh, you don't? Yeah, like, you know, like when the fucking, <laughs> you know. Like, I thought you were a Negro. I'm sorry. You're not a nigga? Yeah, do they be going with that or do they be like, yeah, like, I, can, I hear you on that shit. Because but also, uh, as much as our society, in my opinion, as much as our society. That's fucking, uh, <laughs> that nigga Sharpie the beard. That's crazy. I was going to say the little picture he looked at looked like, uh, was it Ryan Gosling? you <laughs> 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 looking at Ryan Gosling. Oh, good point. But, um, damn, I forgot what I was going to say. Uh, oh, um, That's the wrong sound. Do do do. The first one you are calling. <laughs> <is now. laughs> um, but I, was, I think I was going to say like this as far as people having the ability to identify with whatever they want, um, it gives them the ability to avoid some accountability, right? I think I touched on that part. Mm-hmm. You were saying, what did you say after that? What the fuck did I say? I don't know. I'd be kind of in the flow state. Um, but it was, it was, I said the thing about racists. Oh, because identifying is. That's what it was. For a fucking, uh, like as much as we have or live in a society that gives us the freedom to identify as whatever we want, our mm. society still has a specific boundary. It still has a set of rules. We may not want to agree with or identify with those set of rules, but those rules are still those rules. As long as my skin looks a certain color, I can say I'm whatever. I can be Dominican, I can be Black American, I can be African, I can be Nicaraguan, I can mm-hmm. be some sort of Central American, I can be a South American. But to that racist person, like, oh, you're a nigger, it doesn't matter. That's true. I don't give a damn where you're from, you're just you're a nigger that speaks Spanish. Great. You're a nigger with curly hair that eats rice <laughs> because you're fucking Filipino or Thai. Right, like you still have brown skin, so to me, you're still insert a race that I don't fuck with, and that's within society standards. We live in a colorist society. No matter what country you go to, it all has aspects of discrimination and bias. Yeah, color is big. So you can choose to identify as whatever you want, but there's still a reality. Like I can choose to identify as a woman, which is fine, but I'm still not female. So it gets it gets tricky. So yes, just because I choose to identify as something, that doesn't mean that reality of the world around me is going to see it exactly the way that I do. Spanish speaking nigga that eat rice. There was a video going around where a nigga was like, if I don't trust a nigga that say he don't like rice, there's just too many different types of rice for you to say you don't fuck with rice. And I'm inclined to fucking ride with that. I know that's a bit of a sidebar, but like, 
I'm inclined to ride with that nigga. Well, I mean, shit. Rice was a, a commodity. Like grains. Yeah, like, yeah, I just, like, if it's too many people, like, it's too many types of rice. Every culture got a rice. If a nigga say, I don't like rice at all, like, you have to kind of. Not basmati, not jasmine, not yeah. long grain, not paraboiled, not emperor's black rice. No. Uh, yeah, you an insurgent, bro. You got to kind of, like, you got to really think about that person. In a I mean, I can see if you want to. Uh, a keto diet, I just want fucking fruits, vegetables, and meat. I see that's no grain. See that's different. You doing it for a diet is one thing. If you open your mouth and say every time I've tasted rice, like rice tastes terrible, you got to be arrested. You different. I mean, there's people that say that about uh, other people's body parts. I don't trust them either. <laughs> like what? What body part we talking about? So I can tell you how much I don't trust them. I mean, there's people that say that about any any particular. Like there, there are people that'll say I don't eat insert whatever food no, that's I'm really just, not that. Weird. Okay, we talking food. Yeah, I but, still don't but at the same time you. they'll eat. What is it? Uh, fucking Ocho, Ocho and Shannon. He's like, hey, I love Unc, man, but Unc be saying some uh, shit. He's this, just an old school, and I'm like, country, hey, man, it's a little bit of Unc stereotypical. Oh, yeah, I yeah. But I ain't saying I would. I don't know. Like I, you know, Unc still Unc, but when I when he be getting in his relationship bag, I'm like, hey man, I can't ride. He with thinks him. like an old school country nigga. He's yeah, in, he's right. in his fifties, so what you expect? I like, mean, you make a good point. He's make gonna talk point. like an old school. That that's the generation. The old school country niggas, especially from the deep south, he ain't talking. He ain't grow up in L.A. Yeah, they. He from the country, like backwoods. Of course, he's gonna think a certain traditional way because that's the the mentality that his family raised him with. Grandma and grandpa raised you, but you know you was off up in the country and in, in the backwoods. They was raising you with old school slave narratives to a degree. Yeah, that's true. That so you just you you a uh, slave minded nigga that got access to some shit and it changed. I won't say it changed you, but it amplified your ability to think more of what you already wanted. He wanted to be able to live the life that he lives now, do the things he did. He just didn't have access to it mm-hmm. until he realized football can give me access to having it. Now it's like I'm super staunch in whatever I said I was going to do before. Cause I got the money to to say that I don't have to do some of the shit that y'all niggas. If he was just a regular, everyday cat, I'm pretty sure he changed some of how he views certain things. But I'm rich and I'm a hall of famer and I'm getting more money from my platforms. No, I ain't sucking no toes, but I'll eat chitlins. That's I mean, here's the thing. Or I'll eat possum. I think that's what they were discussing. I'll eat possum or I'll eat raccoon, but I ain't sucking no toes on no woman. Yeah, and I feel like, and I'm not like a feet nigga, but like, a nice, nice, nice feet. Like, I, like I say, like I'm saying, like, like I, like I think a nice looking foot is a, is good, but I'm not like, like you know, it's niggas who are into feet. Oh, I'm like, not, so, I'm not into feet. So yeah, like I'm not into feet, but if you got a nice, like it's, you can appreciate these are pretty feet. I'm a sucker. And yeah, like the, I, I guess for me, it's like if the heel if, in my mouth and bite. Yeah, it's like, for me, I guess the thought is, like, if my partner says, like, I like my feet and my toes sucked on, it just doesn't logically make sense to be like, ugh. It's just like, okay, cool. Like, if this motherfucker, like, not, unless this motherfucker got some claws down there, which that would yeah, have to nah, be a discussion. If you got the Marcus, if you got, yeah. you got them, them. I think that's what Emma it is. time, then yeah, I don't want to put them in my mouth. Yeah, I think that's what it is to me. It's like, you can, if you were like, oh, I'm not, like, a feet nigga, but, like, yeah, they like it. Cool. It doesn't bother me in one bit to put put a, put a foot in your mouth. You kiss this like y'all. 
exchange saliva. Before we even get into sucking titties, eating pussy and ass, like kissing is an exchange of like it just is and it's you know nobody funny enough. Full of bacteria and dirt. You don't know their oral hygiene regimen, no none of that. Yeah, so to say like you wouldn't put this motherfucker foot in your mouth is fucking is a little crazy. That you just like, yeah, just like that's crazy. Like motherfuckers like, you know, I don't really like, you know, I don't know that those exist, but like, you know, I know over the course of my life, there are people out there like just wasn't sucking dick like it was something you should do during sex. And I don't want to do that for my husband. Like, yeah, good luck. How the fuck we going to get there? I just like we not getting there. I'm not getting to you're not getting me down no aisle. My dick not sucked. Well, like, even then, is even if you do get to the point where somebody's willing to not get it until you marry them, you're going to be terrible at it. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't so it's like I'm willing to not do it. I'm only going to give it to a person that. They decide that they're going to give me their all for the rest of their life. Then they will be deserving of this thing that I'm going to do terribly until I learn how to do it better. Yeah, I feel like that concept, even if we're we're going to stay on, because suck that motherfucker's dick, bro. But <laughs> we're going to stay on that, because I just always feel like that's what makes these conversations dumb when motherfuckers be like, I'm only going to, if you've never practiced, like I'm not a good nigga for you. I'm a good nigga in my life. So if you've never been a nice, good person, it doesn't make any sense that you get to the relationship or you get to marriage and all of a sudden your womanly instincts. No, they don't. They don't kick in. You don't have them. You have not practiced this. You There's are, womanly instincts to suck dick properly? Whatever. That's what y'all be saying. Like you're, not a, like, you're not a nice person. You haven't been nice in any of these scenarios. This is man or woman. You're mean. You're short-tempered. You're uh, not open-minded Whatever the fuck Whatever negative traits you have You're not gonna get a partner And they just pop up You're a dickhead You just happen to be Like you're a human So like you are in love But you're only expressing love In the way a dickhead can express That doesn't make sense I'm so tired when y'all say that shit Like I don't do this But when I'm in a relationship You're still a fucking asshole You're just an asshole Who liked this motherfucker And you lean on them and want them to do everything that you want them to do. You're probably a fucking terrorist. It's like a slave ship in this bitch. But that's the narcissist. That goes back to our conversation of a narcissist can't be with another narcissist. Fair point. How many people, and I'm saying people loosely. (laughs) How many people are the narcissist in a relationship? Their ideals are similar to that of somebody that is a narcissist. Well, you know, everybody be fucking posting the goddamn uh, Justin LeBoy definition of a narcissist. If and you follow him. <laughs> I haven't really seen a lot of his posts lately. Did he stop? No, because uh, I, I know he still posts because I didn't seen some of the women that I follow or I'm cool oh, with. I see they repost it and I'd be like, oh, I thought Man. you were cool. I thought, y'all was better. I thought you were a decent human being, and then now you're reposting. I can see because I'll say at least one out of every ten posts, maybe two out of every ten posts, will be something relatively decent, and then the rest of that shit just be nonsensical silliness. So my yeah, my issue with the post usually is like you know my usual thing is that it be how y'all be flipping or maneuvering it, and it's like. That's where I'd be feeling like, like you said, the narcissist thing, because it'd be like a lot of everybody else is the issue shit usually. And the quotes be like, like the definition will be in the ballpark, but still kind of off, but also very, very favored in the thing of, 
there's a lot of this, this, and here. Like, I don't really feel like you're recognizing that you are actively partaking in the shit that you just said this post is. It's a lot of weird ass backward shit that y'all be saying and doing. And it just be like, you know, it's bullshit. But, you know, go with God, I guess, or whatever. Whichever version you believe in. Yeah. What was um I know there's there were some questions. There's some questions. Let's see. Where is she going into the question Oh, segment? I forgot about this. But it's oh. it's a developing story, so it doesn't really matter. But I guess like T.I. and fucking... Uh, oh, yeah, T.I. and his son. Young Chompers. <laughs> <laughs> Jaws. Yeah, yeah. Like, young Street Shark. Yeah, there's a longer video that came out of it. Um, it was like... It sounds more so about like the boy. I don't know the boy's like story for real, but the, I don't know his story as far as what. Like the back and forth of what the issue was was they like look like they're in the box talking about what was going on, um, and he's having conversations about like where he's from. I stand on business. He says a lot about like going to his grandma house. They were like, you grew up rich, like a silver spoon in your mouth. And he was like, I didn't grow up around y'all. And I guess that was mentioned in other videos that he's like mentioned that he stayed with his grandma and he didn't want to be there. And so there's, you know, obviously everybody's like having discussions in the comments about he might, you know, there's respect your parents. There's he might have a point if he didn't live with them and they made him be famous or whatever. And he wanted to go and live in the neighborhood. And it was like. I hear y'all, but I was like, I don't know. I just, being T.I.'s son and T.I. being tip and what that feels like and you actively being, you know, in the field doing that, it's just, those are not the same things. And it just seems weird. But I don't know enough about it. But in speculation, it just kind of seems like a nigga who kind of, knee-jerk-wise, it seems like a nigga who wants to be, like, recognized as, like, he from that have parents who like are from that and not only are from that but have created like whatever you think about them have created millions of generational wealth and all this other good shit for their families and shit so like why would you try to be that I mean my I thing with Buddy he's one of the youngers correct Damani's the older one yeah correct Damani is the one that's he wasn't in it as long Cause he's not he's not Tiny's son. He's somebody else's son with Ti. So he he has had to experience more bullshit than King has. King. I thought like, that was the older older one that plays the guitar. I thought that one. Oh yeah, there there isn't. I forgot. Damani is the second. He's the second, the middle child, right? Yeah, if I'm thinking about this right, it's the older older one. He does the guitar and shit. Right. Then there's the money. The money, and then there's, there's King. As far as the boys are concerned, there's some girls in there. But yeah, King, and then the um, I think the major kid. Yeah, but it's like we at least for King, like we saw you grow up on a TV show, buddy. Like you can't say, like Damani lived in the same household as you, and we saw documented footage of y'all living in the same house. Mm-hmm. He ain't trying to act like that. And he's still he's still a talented artist. He still gets notoriety for the music that he makes. He still is able to demonstrate a certain persona that doesn't have to be the street thing, but it ain't got to be a silver spoon privileged motherfucker either. Why are you trying to posture yourself as not being that when we have documentation of y'all being in the same household for a certain number of years? One, 
too. I wanted to grow up in the neighborhood. Hey, dummy, I'm from the neighborhood. And the whole reason for me moving my family here is because there was nothing in the neighborhood worth staying for. At least not, you know, safety-wise. Certain things, yeah, grandma may keep her house over here or whatever the case may be. And I may want you to have a connection to that community because that's our family history and things of that nature. But I don't want you growing up in that. That's the whole reason why I'm in the position that I'm in. That's 100% of what I talk about in my music. And now you're telling me that you want to identify with and be the thing that I spent so much time trying to <laughs> not be a part of. I'm not laughing. This <laughs> I mean, he's the sexual deviant in this one, so it makes sense for him to be. He just got ass naked mid. All right, anyways. Just flying through the air and just got naked. Didn't tear the clothes off. They just floated off. So, and, was, and he can do a pirouette in midair, dick swagging at the camera. crazy. As you escape zombies with no clothes on. I mean, if you're going to go out. Go out naked. It is worse Flying through the go. air. But. Yeah, to me, it it I I feel like he's trying too hard to be something that he's not. Like sticking with ATL reference, he's the new new. Somebody put that in the comments, and it that yeah, that that got me. He's the new new. That like you, you didn't grow up like that, but you trying so hard to yeah, prove. See, it's like, but you talking to your parents, bro. Your your daddy really it, is that has been documented as being that he. If he's not vouching for you, who's going to vouch for you? And that's what that's what it just seemed like. It just seemed like everybody talks about him having a bad attitude. Like that's been the thing and that's been joked about before and so on and so forth. And, you know, that does kind of reinforce that behavior to be like, you know, it's cool. And um I just yeah, like there there's people there was comments that said like the fucking show was not true. And I'm like, either way, even if the show wasn't true, he's very much so T.I. at this time. He's been T.I. Your mother has been tiny. Like, the experience, the the way you would have had to go out of your way to have some type of, like, hood experience. And it wouldn't have been the same. It just is, it, it just, like you said, it just sounds like a nigga trying to create a persona about himself that's not true and not necessary. Because there's nothing that says, you know... Uh, that because you are a quote-unquote nigga from the streets, that you are automatically... It's a bunch of motherfuckers. I have seen it. I have seen my fair share of, like, regular, regular. I got a mom and a dad. I come from a good household. Ball a motherfucker to fuck up that was from every bit of this in this area. Like, so the idea that you need that to have some type of badge of, like, toughness or honor or real niggas, because niggas still, like, just... That's all you niggas is looking for is, like, a way to cement yourself... As a tough, real, masculine man, nigga. And it just, the the correlations don't necessarily really correlate. We didn't see more rats this year, and all these niggas was real niggas. They didn't told, they didn't snitched, <laughs> they not trying to go to jail, they not doing none of that shit. Even before then, you saw it on First 48. Yeah, and I'm seeing niggas who are MMA and fucking boxing champions with their whole father's in the fucking camp, training them up, and they were like, I remember when he took me to school and, like, helped me with my homework. And he also taught me how to beat this first nigga to fuck up. So, like, there's just no correlation that you have to be this in order to be fucking him, especially I mean, when you you're You got a fucking Mayweather. Mayweather's rich as shit. He's cocky and has his confidence within certain regards, but I'm in this position that I'm in because my dad helped me get here. 
yeah. My so, dad was my coach. My dad was the one that was side by side with me. Or even like just speaking from personal experience, like my family's connected to Deshaun Jackson. Like my dad helped me become successful and my older brother helped me become successful. I'm still me. I still got aspects of street in me, but I don't have to be that. But I say even for him, what's more nuts is because like literally your dad is that. Your dad did jail time multiple times for certain things. And you see the people, your dad is cool with Killer Mike, who can be a, a rough, tough nigga, but also be highly educated and was on the student body council in high school and all this other stuff and went to college. But he also is an advocate for whooping some ass if you need to whoop some ass and this, that, and the other, blah, blah, blah. You've seen your dad be around outcasts, both Big Boy and Andre and the Goody Mob and everyone else that's in the Dungeon family. Like you get to see all these Atlanta legends who most of the Atlanta legends from the 90s and early 2000s are cats that was, yeah, we ain't really street niggas like that. We're street niggas because we from the hood, but we're actually intellectuals and we're sharing our stories through this, that, and the other. We're sharing our experiences through this, that, and the other, like. CeeLo Green originally he we know him as being yeah. the soul machine and all this other shit, but he originally bald head nigga with gold teeth. <laughs> like I ain't no street nigga at all, but I grew up in the hood and I know what it is and this that and the other blah blah blah. Like why are if you these are the people that your dad was around and they can solidify and certify your pops for what he's been through. And your dad has beefed with somebody like Shardy Lowe who was also uh, reputable in his own little respected area. Why are you trying to be something that they were and they're telling you that you're not? But I think that's like... How can you not embrace the thought that like, yeah, I don't have to be... These niggas are legends in Atlanta and they they not telling people that they was the biggest thugs in the city? Because this thing is more of a... And I don't know the... You know, this is me now just being completely speculative because I don't know the inner workings of that household. But like, that's where like the conversations don't seem to maybe like have boiled into what they needed to boil into as a, as opposed to being like you hear them like you know it seems like the same issue with you know motherfuckers who are fans like you watch you watch somebody year in year out be the realest nigga in fucking music and you uh, latch on to the persona of your parent and those that they're around, as opposed to latching on to the individuals that they are and lessons that they probably like tried to instill in you. Like you don't have to be this persona. This is me talking about my experience. And especially if you do, if, if, if you're leading by example, your brother is sitting up here, makes really good fucking music, like really talking good. about his experience. Like, you know, like, cause it shit at this point, even your dad, when your dad makes music, it's, this nigga be talking about his feelings Making it be really social justice, the yeah, whole be, and it, when he want to get his shit off, it'd be luxury bars. I really don't know that T.I. even talks to us about bricks. It's just like I'm in really fit when I want to get gangster. I'm talking to y'all about how fucking rich I've been for literally since I was fucking probably 10 plus years. Well, definitely more than 10 years because I was listening yeah. to goddamn I'm serious. T.I. brought me through high school and college. Oh, like, for sure. Like I, like I said, I damn. I legit like I that legit. Before. That might be middle school for you because I was listening to him in, in yeah. high school. I like it was like it was rubber band man, and that shit was like as I entered into high school. Yeah, and like, that was like the third CD. Yeah, he's twenty years in, like oh yeah. four, because like oh four, 
I like I I actively when I had anything remotely I remember it when I had something that even remotely made smelled like I had a system in my trunk. I I like my beat down low and my top lit back, and I was going to fuck the speakers up when that sh- <laughs> like fuck y'all. Like anyways, like he's just been and that's another thing. Like he's been who he is before you were born. Like, it's just such a crazy thing. Like, like I would, you, you would maybe get something out of this from like, maybe the older ones, if you were going to have that thought or experience, it's like, bro, he's been who he's been your entire existence. And I, and I'm not saying like granny don't move out of granny house, but granny, I mean, unless somebody going to say some shit that just is out of this world, granny doesn't have like the rest of our granny's experiences. That is that is a that is the granny of well, a very I mean, rich nigga, man. You have access to being at granny's house because I am who I am. All of that. You don't have to be over. You're not at granny's house because I ain't got it and I can't take care of you. You're at granny's house because you you have everything at your fingertips. And if you want to go over there, you can go over there. And you'll be protected even if it is in the hood because you're my son. Like, you get to still go to the hood and have a slightly different experience than I would have had in the hood because I am who I am. Yeah. Now, what I would say as pushback is some of these things that, and shit, everybody does it. My family does it. Like, where there, I think there are little there are things that we look at in our children or motherfuckers' behaviors where it's like, you know, he like me. You know, he go there. And it's like, yeah. But also, as the parent, you got to kind of, like, I don't want to say curb, like, I want to, like, subdue that. Because some of that is, like, some of your best, your best trait is often your worst trait. But I yeah. feel like some of that hotheadness, he definitely has been, I don't even follow that fucking family like that. But I've always heard the stuff that out of his, he's, like, he promotes, like, this is the one that'll get there. And it's, like, cool. It's just that these, you know, and this, but also... Everybody's shit be unfolding in real time. This might have been that moment where you kind of need to know, like, hey man, I'm <laughs> like, you might not have known who your father was, but like now, up here in this month, let me go ahead and ball that ass up a let little me bit. Remind you, that and you now are we not. can communicate because really the embarrassment comes from, and I guess that made me think of that shit you said earlier, like, what is an adult and generation, what an adult looks like, because none of this happens if the boy doesn't go on live. Whatever else, y'all will never know. The L's that I took because <laughs> them shits happened in my room as a regular from uh, always. Um, and nobody knows that but me and like my mom and my dad. And <laughs> that's it. But because I'm, you never would have caught the way that that man could have just fucking stuffed me in a fucking shoebox. And you think I was a bit on live talking about <laughs> Why you think you play with me like that? Like I wouldn't like it fucking crazy. So, I don't know, man. It's a complex thing, but I just... No, it's a complex, all right. Yeah? It's a complex. It's not complex. It is a complex. Napoleon. The Napoleon movie has dropped. It's been in theaters this weekend. What? Starring uh, the walking phoenix. Playing the and, tyrant. And his... Uh, I noticed that there was a 2B version with the King Harry's. Yeah, to let them know that he's he's standing on the business. (laughs) He take both feet and he put them firmly on top of the business. Ten toes down. Ten, one, two, three. From pinky toe to big toe, he rolls them, he rolls out to in, and then stand on the business. Rips the ground, stands firmly on business, and he is still only five two. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But that, yeah, that, that, just hearing it. 
didn't even see it, but the part that I heard is like, oh, your daddy balled you up. Yeah, it was nuts. Because you're not going to talk to me in full sentences as I'm I'm scuffling this like. You're you, in a press box arguing <laughs> with me because I. It was like, I don't. Whatever you said, this ain't what you want or you ain't got no, nothing for me. No, he said you ain't got nothing for me. You ain't got nothing. You're not going to formulate a full fucking phrase and keep my well-being in your back of your mind as I'm trying my damnest to fuck you up. Boy was fighting for his motherfucking life and losing <laughs> in a penthouse trying to tell people how street I am. Why he think he could play with me like that? Boy, I birthed uh, you. Shit. But I, I do, I do understand your point of like he's been enabled to be that way his entire life, and I can remember just from aspects on the TV show, like you being just like your daddy. He the one with the slick mouth. He the one whose attitude to get there. He the one that's supposed to be the the, the playboy and and getting on girls even at a young age and thinking he could do this and thinking like they allowed the arrogance of that persona to grow because it helped one with ratings, but two we famous and he just like his daddy a little bit. So it's going to go unchecked to a degree. And now you have this delusional monster that's willing to bite the hand that created it. Yeah. It's, I don't know, man. Shout it's, out to it's, them, it's silliness. I, <laughs> oh, these are, I might keep some of these. As you should. God damn, like. All right, what's the fucking? Uh, heavy, heavy hitters. A few. Let's let's okay. This this is a mental healthy one. How to curtail baby elephant syndrome? Um, for those who don't know, baby elephant syndrome is uh, the syndrome occurs when we hold on to bad feelings and emotions for so long that they become part of our identity. Um. Sounds I mean, like a number of different things like generational trauma. I mean, yeah. I mean, a simple just, you know, knee jerk, like you take care of therapy. But you also have to be in the headspace to understand that, like, if you're just it, something as small as, hey, fucked up shit keep happening. And, you know, I feel like everybody goes to their little fucked up shit keep happening. It's, it's, it's Daryl fault. Fucked up shit keep happening. It's Rodney fault. Fucked up shit keep happening. It's Ashley fault. Mm-hmm. After you run out of motherfuckers, when you hit that part, because I feel like everybody just, y'all just got to run through that part. And it's like, all right, I would not, I really don't want to talk to me. Then you come talk to like us and then we'll tell you why it's you. And then, you know, you figure that shit the fuck out. Yeah. Because other than that, like, and, you know, it's, and, you know, you got to stay off. I mean, that comes with time. Some of these answers I feel like are like, Pre premature mm-hmm. because you know part of it is like staying away from um you know things that like reinforce that but that also requires you to be able to identify them so it's it's different but you got to kind of I feel like a little bit of this is you kind of got to hit whatever wall that is in your life you may not have to go through all those people but whatever thing makes you go yo shit fucked up out here you got to have a little bit of an ability to go recognize that at least and then you work from there yeah I mean I was kind of lines along the lines of what I was going to say as far as acceptance. Acceptance is the word that I was going to use. Mm-hmm. Once you can start to accept that you have been through something which has shaped your reality and you adopted that reality as fact, even though it's not, if you can accept that that is a truth that you are battling against, you can start to make change. You're going to have to utilize resources and be intentional about making that change, like going to therapy is utilizing a resource intentionally. But you got to get to a point where you accept that that's what it is. And a lot of us, that's difficult because that means you got to challenge your whole identity. Mm -hmm. You know, I've used the example on the show a few times of like, 
a lot of black culture isn't really black culture. It's a trauma response. It's a coping mechanism. Oh, yeah. Our whole fucking identity is soul food. Soul food is not. <laughs> it's, uh, I feel it's, like I covered that before. Yeah, we've covered that before. But, like, it's like, oh, if you can accept the fact, like, oh, these are the scraps. These are the things that we turned into food because we weren't allowed to eat shit else. But also, I don't have to continue eating that just because said culture like i can eat other things i can make things a different way or a healthier way you know you can start to progress from that kind of like say the early 2000s when like say the old schools was no nah, you use fucking neck bones in your greens and we're like no nah, we're not eating pork no more we need to switch to smoke turkey because it's healthier and hypertension like that was a real argument within our our community as far as not using pork for these things the way that we used to and it's like no we used that because that was scraps we don't have to use scrap foods no more we can use different variations of this shit to help make it a little bit better than what it was before we don't have to keep killing ourselves slowly to stay in the other blah 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 but we were able to make those changes even as a culture because we accepted the fact that oh this is the reality of where this came from and we don't have to hold on to that anymore that's a bar um, gonna get, let's do two more. Um, Boy, gave it up. Drank the whole bottle of yak. Now he yakking. How to support friends who consistently feel like Don't. they're a bother? Don't. They're, How to they're a burden. Get rid of them. Yeah. <laughs> How to support friends who consistently feel like they're a bother? It's... They are battling a distortion that you can't win. Yeah. And I don't say that to say not to support them, but we've said it before, like meeting them where they are. I realize that they are going to continuously tell themselves that they are a burden to anybody trying to help them. I have to figure out ways to, one, get them to understand that they're not a burden to me. Mm Mm-hmm. I can't help you understand how you're not a burden to everyone else, but I can help you understand how you're not a burden to me. And I can also help you get to a certain point of accepting, like, I'm here strictly to support you and help you because I care for you. There's no reason for me to do this. I'm not doing this because I'm obligated to take care of your sorry ass and you're just not just that and the other button. Like, no, I love you. I care about you. You're my friend. This is what friends do. Or you're my family. This is what family does, X, Y, and Z. I'm doing this because I love and care for you. That's why I'm willing to assist you. You're not a burden. You're loved. And if I can get you to understand that, at least for me, we can work on the distortion. Otherwise, slapping, slapping them Jones. He was. With with the leopards. Good leopard print draws. But yeah, I agree. Um, you really can't do much except, like, you know, create a safe space, like, for them. You know, do the best that you can to be like, look, man, you're not a bother to me. You know, I... um. I mean, I've heard people, like, say that, like, in my personal life. I just try to not, you know, I don't dump on them. Mm-hmm. I try to, you know, and even in those moments, like, if you're the friend who can give a little pushback, if you're feeling like you're a bother, we can maybe, it makes you, this might sound like the therapy friend, though. Like, you know, we can kind of get into a little bit of, like, some armchair therapy. Like, why you feel like that? And if I can kind of get you to maybe curb a little bit of those goofy behaviors you got, then, you know, we could make it safe here. But then other than that, I'm big on directing, like, you know, if this is really deep, you might need to, you know, process, work this through with somebody. Because, like, it's fixable. But, you know, you can have a safe space over here. You're not that here. And then uh, 
other spots, I can only do what I can do. Right. I'm really big on I'm something that's my own personal homework. I ain't <laughs> like this this plate full than a bitch, <laughs> all right? <laughs> to max capacity. I mean, you might get to a point where you be a little bit of a dick, to be honest. I mean, yeah, a little I just, bit. I don't want to be a burden to you. Okay, so should I just not help you? Well, yeah. You, should I just not be here for you? Should I not support you? Like, should I just let you sit here and suffer by yourself? Because that's what you sounded like right now. I mean, you know, you can, yeah, you can get a little spicy if, if they if if they are of the, uh, if you know you, your friend. Yeah, so, you know, if they you, can handle that. Yeah, you Everybody know you. may not be able to handle it. But sometimes that's like the reality check. Like what I shared earlier, like identifying the truth and the reality. The truth and reality is if I stop doing what I'm doing for you and act as if I, you're not my friend or my family or that I care for you and I stop supporting you, I stop helping you, I stop doing X and X, Y, and Z. If I stop doing these things because I'm going to step into your distortion with you and believe that you're a burden, then what? Yeah. What happens? You're going to sit here by yourself and continue sulking. So if I reinforce this distortion that your mind is telling you, you're going to continue to sit here and be by yourself, and then you're going to believe it even more because I've abandoned you. So that's stupid. So shut your ass up and take the help. Now, what do you need from me? And what is within my capacity, and how can we figure out the rest? Bars. Lastly, uh, best sex you've ever received. Pull up. <coughs> or I'm coming over. I don't need all that extra shit. <laughs> like, I'm not like, you know, we can, but like the words and shit, we gonna have to get naked too. Like, you know, or pull up or whatever. Like, it's cool. Like, I'm not saying, you know what I'm saying? Or we could just talk about it, but like, you sent like the manuscript sexual shit, I'm bricked. So, like, like, we could, whatever the next, you know what I'm saying? Like, whatever that look like. Heavy. Real heavy. Yeah, like, so I'm, heavy. I'm on the way or. Know, one of those is sexy and a motherfucker to me. I, I've had moments where I've definitely been in distanced situations. Mm-hmm. You know, because say whether when I went to went away to college and I'm in Ohio and I may know people that's out here in LA. Clearly, I ain't gonna see you until some sort of vacation or whatever comes. So yeah, you know that pull up ain't gonna work. <laughs> Okay, in that scenario, that's though. not gonna that's not gonna work for me. But yeah, if we on the same campus and it's like, <coughs> hey, slide the absolutely. You and sometimes you don't even have to say nothing because the sex don't have to be words. Somebody could be at their spot and you at your spot and they just send you a pussy, you know, your pussy pic and send you a picture of some booty hole. If I'm not, a, I'm not gonna never turn down any like dudes. I appreciate that. But if we like are far, I got a lot of stuff. Like I got an iPad. I got a iPhone. I got a laptop. I just like be a porno. Like just like, and I'm a I'm a real easy dirtbag. Just walk around. Like just put prop this motherfucker up. You could talk to me about today. Just do it naked. That's a good sex to me. Nakedness. It's too much activity for me to just be like, you know. I will read the text and I'll be like, I'm here for it. If words is your shit, I'll participate. But if I had to choose, yeah, like just let me see you naked. Cause you far away, and then yeah, like it was. I saw a fucking meme this week. It was like you know, in a world full of porn, that nigga want to see you naked. Like yeah, I didn't tell you to get fucked. You did all that dress up shit and lighting for you. I just said cut the fucking kitchen light on and uh, make that smoothie you was gonna make. Just make it with no fucking drawers on. I'm very simple. 
I'm tired. I'm like, I want to punch my boss tomorrow or whatever. I'm like, this is going to help me. This is going to help me. This is going to save my motherfucking week. Save the world. Super sexy. Yeah, you know, what you're you fucking at the gym, you just finish working out and you shower and you decide to stand there and take a little sexy pic for me at the gym. Want the nut video with the sound on? Cut. Give me a call. <laughs> Hit me call right now. <laughs> right in your fucking ear. Yeah. Cut the AirPods on loud. <laughs> right now. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. Uh, do it now. Yeah. It's not like you're doing anything. It ain't. You got nowhere to go. FaceTime and all this dumb shit. And yeah, right now. Yeah, that that that's my vote. The the best sex, although like physical words and whatnot can be arousing in some capacity. The best sex is just getting some some visuals. Yep. Cause if you send me words and I don't you ain't really did the words to me before, or there's no guarantee that you would do the words, then it's cool to hear them and nice to know that you would do it. But I don't have nothing to refer back to that with. I can use my imagination, but you ain't made my imagination a reality. But what is a reality is, is but nakedness. You nigga, and that's another. Y'all is taking fucking ladders to put this fucking phone to the ceiling. Would you could have just to shake ass for Instagram, ma'am? If you don't crack that motherfucker open on this, so I can go ahead and just you know make sure I maintain my fucking sanity in this. Like, come on, man. Like, so yeah, do do that. Like, you know, I and all them fuck because all the angles and shit that ain't fucking for me. Like I said, keep you can keep the you could roll out of bed. Just take whatever you had on off, and we going from there. That's how the angles was nice though. I do like creativity. I'm not opposed to it, but I'm saying if you feel like you got to have that pressure up on you, it's not oh, there. No, yeah, it don't have to be perfect. Yeah, I'm never, to. I'm never gonna be opposed to it. But if you just roll out and be like, "They out," and it's like, "Fuck yeah, thank you for thinking of me." Right. What the fuck? It doesn't yeah. have to be sexual. It's the fact that you know what I thought about you. My titties was out. I just figured you'd want to see them. I just feel like y'all have. What are you no, doing for today? You know how good. Try it. If you and him are having. Have a conversation, Damn. but do it naked, and just see what happened. Like you up here, I know he would like. No, nah, talk to that nigga. Be naked. Give him the space, and then y'all gonna keep. I bet you, motherfuckers, keep talking. If you don't keep talking to you, then stop talking to him. Look at me fucking helping y'all. I gave y'all some fucking shit. Um, you ain't gotta be perfect. Just be present. I already talked about y'all about having like regular. Sexual just appetites and interactions. They don't have to be a fucking show every time. It's not mean I don't like the shows, but just like I don't have to do that. Anyways, thanks for listening. Though. Shake your ass, it is. Casually, I di- I bet you. You just you. I, yeah, a lot of y'all are at uh, home dancing naked in your house to songs anyway. Why not just send it to somebody that? Like to see. He don't want to talk about. He don't want to talk on the phone and talk about my extra regular day. Do it naked. Y'all cool like that? Just do it naked. See what happens. Make it a rule. Have him do it naked. You don't want to hear like, yeah, nigga. I'll talk to you about fucking um, uh, Resident Evil with my fucking balls out. Of course. Yeah. The fuck. We're bonding now, nigga. Got a zombie apocalypse for your ass. Yeah. What is this? Yeah. This is I'm 100. 
This nigga naked, I'm naked, let's talk about it. Zombies. Y'all think I'm like, y'all be having that naked pillow talk that they be having in the movies? I'm trying to help y'all do that shit in a different type of scenario because y'all can't do it all the time because y'all don't stay together or whatever. Whatever. Y'all gonna, y'all gonna give us credit one day. Anyways. Later. <laughs> that's, that's your proper out for the week? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. I gave y'all all I had to he, he gave you what he got. That's, that's, that's what he said. We shall see y'all next episode. It's holiday. Holiday season. Hey. Enjoy yourself. Hopefully, y'all had a good uh, colonizer's holiday this past week. Uh, White Jesus' cousin holiday is coming up soon. You know, the gift that keeps on giving. All that stuff is coming up. That means a lot of y'all are gonna have a lot of time off from work. So enjoy your self care and your family time, but also don't neglect your family over here. Care about yourself to come edify your brain with some some tantalizing conversation and funky beats. So join us again on the next episode. See y'all later. Bye.